And now. And now. And now. Item. 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 With Tommy Lee. Item. With Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. I'm Tommy Lee, and this is the Item Podcast, my random record button for whatever's in my head at any given time. Today, it's Fallen Stars, the double letdown of personal heroes. Item number 99, Monsters I Have Loved. I'm making this a quick one, hopefully, because item 98 just hit a couple of days ago, and I don't want to double up too closely, but I've been given this situation a lot of thought Ever since Bill Cosby's verdict came down while I was taking my usual afternoon nap yesterday, Thursday, I was very disappointed when I heard about Senator Al Franken. Granted, he was a very polarizing figure in politics, a former comic writer and performer, a former liberal talk radio host, an author, a critic of Rush Limbaugh and the apparatus of the conservative political body as a whole. But Franken in the Senate was one of those rare voices who spoke his mind. Even when I disagreed with him, I respected the way that he owned what he was believing in. And then I respected the way he owned what he was guilty of and stepped aside. Still, it was truly disappointing to hear that he had acted so inappropriately. And this was in the midst of a time, as we all recall, that saw famous domino after famous domino fall and fall hard in a tidal wave of accusations. Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Harvey Weinstein, and on and on and on. And obviously, let me say this right up front, the important thing here is not the perpetrators or their fans like me. Before you send me any email about that, I get that. I understand it, honestly. But hear me out here. Watching people that you've admired for a long time fall so far and for such a terrible reason is also very disappointing. Again, not as disappointing as their horrible actions, but disappointing nonetheless. I talked about this when it happened, but the one that really struck me numb, and to a degree struck Netflix numb as well, was Kevin Spacey. I was a huge fan of his. He had a resume that's absolutely packed. Uh, American Beauty, Glengarry Glen Ross, Recount, The Usual Suspects, so many others, a lot of them big favorites of mine. He gave us a surprisingly genuine Bobby Darren and Beyond the Sea. Maybe you don't remember that one. He gave us an exceptional turn as Lex Luthor in that disastrous Superman Returns movie that was arguably the best thing about the film and ranks, in my opinion, right up there with Gene Hackman's. That might be sacrilege to some, but I thought Kevin Spacey was a great, just absolutely fantastic Lex Luthor. Hell, I even loved his weird, unpopular movies like K-Pax. There's an amazing documentary from a few years ago that you can find on Netflix that appealed to the old theater actor in me called Now in the Wings on a World Stage. It told the story of his troupe of actors that mounted an ambitious, somewhat modern retelling of Shakespeare's Richard III that went on a really interesting world tour. That's no easy feat for that show, and his method acting in the lead role was nothing short of phenomenal. And now, I can't stand him. Now he's the perverted, predatory pedophile who seemed almost unapologetic about the way that he had treated young men and women, and those too young to wear either label, over the many years of his career. And he has vanished from the public eye. But that's going to change soon, because his sexual assault case is currently under review by prosecution officials in L.A. And then, of course, there's Bill Cosby. America's dad, 
The cause has been accused of accosting, groping, drugging, and or raping dozens of women over his long career, using his position to take advantage of women. Now, a retrial in Pennsylvania this week has, of course, yielded a guilty verdict in the case of three separate counts of aggravated indecent assault against former Temple University employee Andrea Constand. When the DA asked that Cosby's million-dollar bail be revoked, suggesting that America's former ideal TV dad was a flight risk because he owned a private plane, Cosby lashed out in a very angry outburst. The man who once famously admonished Eddie Murphy for using filth, flarn, filth, flarn, filth in front of people shouted, He doesn't have a plane, you asshole. Now, before it became any uglier, the judge said Cosby could be released on bail on the stipulation that he remain in his nearby home. No sentencing date has been set for his felonies, each of them punishable by up to 10 years in state prison. So we're looking at maybe 30 years in prison for Cosby when he is sentenced. Bill Cosby will be 81 years old come July. I was that kid at summer camp who had all of Cosby's albums, or almost all of them. And my best friend Chris Hart and I could recite all of the routines from them from memory with the nuances and the inflections and the weird voices and some facial expressions that we'd seen on TV that he did. Bill Cosby was our high ideal of comedy, our hero of laughter. Chris and I had grown up with Fat Albert cartoons and enjoyed I Spy and even the weird stuff like Grover Henson Feels Forgotten, the Silver Throat album and the Mother Jugs and Speed movie, all kinds of stuff that he'd put out over the years. My wife is a massive fan of The Cosby Show. She owns every season on DVD, and she still watches it. But it's hard for me to watch it now, for the same reason that I have difficulty now enjoying the work of Kevin Spacey. Because it's difficult to separate the actor from the actions. Not impossible, but in many cases, really difficult. And personally, I don't think we should try. It sucks when you realize that you were devoted to a monster. So, this has been the Item Podcast. It's written and produced by me and comes out sporadically here at Audio Boom and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Next up is episode number 100. And I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do for episode 100. But with this episode, I have taken the lead for the moment in my unofficial foot race with Mike Rowe. He and I have about the same number of episodes with our podcasts, though he's a few hundred thousand listeners or so ahead of me with his show, The Way I Heard It. Um, By the way, at least 17,000 times someone has listened to an item podcast, so says my audio boom dashboard. So I say thank you 17,000 times. Since the schedule for item is very fluid, your best option, of course, is to subscribe to it and follow the podcast on Facebook to make sure that you don't miss an episode. And of course, the best thing to do after that is tell a friend how much you really enjoyed the podcast you just listened to, including a link and a five-star glowing review. Uh, Plus, every other Friday, there's a new episode of my other podcast, The Archive, which is pure fiction. Uh, Episode 8 of the Season 1 story, Share de Machere, will be posted soon. Uh, The season is an adaptation of my horror novel, my second novel. And Episode 8 matches, uh, or rather, brings you the halfway point of the story. It's also the first episode to feature some special guest voices other than mine and Crystal Vivian's. I hope that you're enjoying Archive and Item and telling your friends to listen to it on the Facebook thing and so on and so forth. And as usual, 
Thanks for listening. The item is part of the opt-in on demand family of podcasts, the sweetest smelling podcasts in the world. This has been Item with Tommy Lee. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.